If Attorney General Merrick Garland could announce the end of the Durham Special Counsel, he'd have done it already. That he hasn't means he can't. By Brian Cates. Back in 2019, the fake news was rife with breathless stories based on leaks from inside the Mueller Special Counsel's office by people familiar with the matter about soon-to-drop major indictments of persons inside President Donald J. Trump's inner circle. Supposedly, Donald Trump Jr. and Jared Kushner, among others, were going to be criminally charged by the Mueller team. Exactly when those eagerly expected indictments would drop was a matter of intense speculation in the media, so every time reporters got to ask for an update on Mueller's investigation, you can be sure they spoke up. Well, all those reporters got their chance on January 28, 2019. The acting attorney general at the time, Matthew Whitaker, had no problem whatsoever during a press conference revealing to reporters when asked that Robert Mueller's special counsel investigation was wrapping up and he was looking forward to receiving the former FBI director's final report. My column at the time, Whitaker made this announcement, the farce nears its end. Unfortunately, what Whitaker told the assembled press pool wasn't what the fake news on both sides wanted to hear. In fact, they were violently opposed to the idea there wouldn't be any more indictments coming from Mueller's special counsel's office. Immediate, angry objections were raised in newsrooms all across the Fruited Plain at this very unexpected and unwelcome development. These media outlets had just spent months reporting the exact opposite that Mueller was far from finished and would soon be indicting Donald Trump Jr. among many others. Anybody remember this from my February 4th, 2019 column, quote, Acting Attorney General Matthew Whitaker held a press conference in which he announced a big indictment against Chinese telecom giant Huawei for breaking sanctions on Iran and stealing U.S. private sector technology, Although that was massive news, something just as big happened once he finished his official statement and began taking questions from reporters. Recently, oversight of the Mueller investigation passed from Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein to Whitaker once the question of whether Whitaker needed to recuse himself had been resolved. So, of course, one of the questions Whitaker was asked had to do with his now being in charge of the special counsel's investigation. Whitaker's answer caused an immediate panic in some media circles because he clearly said the Mueller investigation was close to being completed and he looked forward to receiving the special counsel's final report. Whitaker's answer simply does not fit the narrative that's been spun by so many in the news media that Mueller's investigation is far from being finished and that he is actually about to roll out a whole slew of new indictments based on the supposed mountain of evidence he's been said to have found linking the Trump campaign to Russia and WikiLeaks. Theories were enthusiastically spun for more than a year about all the supposed people affiliated with Trump that Mueller had pressured into flipping on the president and cooperating with the Russia investigation. It was reported in numerous news articles based on alleged leaks 
from inside the special counsel's office that Paul Manafort, Lieutenant General Michael Flynn, Michael Cohen, and several others were giving extensive cooperation. That narrative has always been absurd. You're being asked to believe that while all the leaks from inside the Mueller investigation that claimed to prove Trump-Russia collusion blew apart upon examination, somehow the very same leakers inside the special counsel's office have been sitting on the real evidence and have not leaked any of it, waiting for some sort of grand revelation in the future. End quote. The immediate pushback fake news made against Attorney General Whitaker's announcement was stunning. Some outlets actually went so far to claim that Whitaker was some kind of blind partisan, so he was just making all this up about Miller being almost finished, that he had no real information and didn't know what he was talking about. So when Mueller's special counsel did end a few weeks later, exactly as Whitaker had said that it would, I wrote this. Matthew Whitaker is owed an apology by fake news media on both sides. The guy in the best position to know the status of the Mueller special counsel's office's investigation was roundly attacked for delivering a status report on that investigation that directly contradicted the narratives all these media outlets had been feeding their audiences for months. From the article, quote, Former Acting Attorney General Matthew Whitaker is owed an apology by an awful lot of people in the media, both on the left and on the right. Whitaker was instantly mocked and dismissed in many quarters after he stated at a recent press conference that Special Counsel Robert Mueller's investigation was almost completed and that he was looking forward to receiving his final report soon. Fake news outlets that spent the last two years building the Mueller hype were caught by surprise by Whitaker's announcement. In recent months, they had been selling the narrative that Mueller is not only far from being finished, but that he has a whole new bunch of indictments waiting to be unsealed, supposedly targeting people such as Donald Trump Jr. and Jared Kushner. Within minutes of the press conference ending, the uproar began as it became clear that many journalists covering the Mueller team simply refused to believe what Whitaker had said. This is what happens when people who are heavily invested in a particular narrative are confronted by new evidence. The person presenting the new evidence instantly becomes a problem to be managed. End quote. As just one Example of the deluge of reporting that appeared, calling Whitaker's impartiality, judgment, and competence into question, Vanity Fair rushed out a long piece claiming that Whitaker looked confused and appeared to have no idea what he was saying. They brought in various experts like Jeffrey Tubin to comment on how out of the loop Whitaker appeared to be. Quote, Vanity Fair took the position that Whitaker appeared confused and had little idea what he was talking about. From the article in Vanity Fair, quote, Matthew Whitaker, the acting attorney general and a critic of the Russia probe, raised eyebrows Monday afternoon when he told reporters that Robert Mueller's work is almost complete and appeared to press the special counsel to bring the investigation to an even quicker end 
Right now, the investigation is, I think, close to being completed, he said. I hope we can get the report from Director Mueller as soon as possible. The public remarks on the inquiry into the Kremlin's interference in the 2016 election were Whitaker's first since Donald Trump tapped him to oversee it in November, and they were met with deserved skepticism. An opponent of the probe who had previously encouraged the administration to rein Mueller in. Whitaker's motives in making such a statement were unclear. Whitaker told the media he had been fully briefed on the matter, yet the extent to which Trump's acting attorney general is up to date on Mueller's timeline is foggy. The uncertainty surrounding Whitaker's comments raised alarm bells for prominent observers of the probe, including Neil Katyal, a former acting solicitor general under Barack Obama who cautioned that everything Whitaker says should be doubted, and CNN chief legal analyst Jeffrey Tubin, who blasted the acting attorney general as utterly unqualified. Quote from Tubin, I have seen actual deer in actual headlights, who express themselves more clearly than the Attorney General of the United States did there, Tubin said on CNN. He cannot express himself about a matter of extreme importance, the Mueller investigation, and he has raised all these questions about decisions he's going to review. What is he even talking about? End quote. This was, of course, before that unfortunate incident in which Tubin was infamously caught on video masturbating during a group conference live stream and caused a slang term to enter into the pop vernacular, got caught Tubin. As far as I know, none of these media outlets that slandered Matthew Whitaker has ever apologized to him for telling the truth about the fact that Mueller was wrapping it up and so there wouldn't be any new indictments against people like Donald Trump Jr. or Jared Kushner. For over two years, fake news had enthusiastically sold the narrative to its audience that just on the basis of the infamous Trump Tower meeting alone, Don Jr., Kushner, and Paul Manafort could be indicted for Russia collusion. Being told these highly anticipated and longed-for indictments were, in fact, not coming, was a gut punch to those heavily invested in the fake leaks that had been covered as news up until that point. This is what the fake news does when you tell them one of their most deeply beloved and cherished narratives they've been peddling to everybody is proven to be false, and their audience can now see their either taken for a ride by their sources or they've just been making shit up. They claim you're a blind partisan or you're confused. See, the problem wasn't that they were peddling fake crap as news. No, that can't be it, can it? The guy challenging their pet narratives is the one who must have the problem. Quote, Now, just over three weeks, after Whitaker's statements, several media outlets report that sources have told them that Mueller's investigation is set to wrap up as early as next week. The Hill, CNN, and The Washington Post all hear the same thing. It certainly appears that Tubin owes Whitaker an apology, and not just Tubin. Those desperate to explain away what Whitaker said includes many on the left and the right, pundits and reporters who've been selling panic and doom narratives about how Mueller and the deep state have Trump boxed into a corner where the clueless and impotent president either can't or won't take any real action to save himself.
Now the fake news media is scrambling to spin this new information to try to save the fake news they've been peddling for so long. Some are trying harder than others. Vanity Fair gets an A-plus for effort, already hard at work to keep hope alive among the faithful, with an article headlined, Merely the End of Chapter One. The Mueller report rumored to drop next week is only the beginning of Trump's hell. End quote. Say, some of you are probably wondering where I'm going with this, why I'm bringing up the ancient history of three years ago. Here's my reason. Current Attorney General Merrick Garland has been asked several times if Durham is close to being finished. Garland gives the same non-answer every time. He can't comment on an ongoing investigation. Durham has everything he needs. Then Garland quickly moves on. Durham? Oh, OMG, I can't comment really on an ongoing special counsel investigation. He's got all the funding he's asked for. He, he's fine, really. Moving on. I'm still mulling over those Trump referrals from the J6 committee. If John Durham had ended his special counsel investigation or has told Garland he's close to wrapping up and nothing further will be coming, no indictments, etc., what prevents Merrick Garland from saying so? Would Garland not rush that out as fast as he could? If the investigation is over or in the final stages and Durham's told him no more moves to make, absolutely nothing would prevent Garland from announcing this, right? If he could, Garland would. We agree on that? If Garland had any sign at all that Durham has ended his investigations or was about to do so, Garland would rush to do exactly what Matt Whitaker did when Bob Mueller told him he was almost done and there would be no more indictments coming. Of course he would. So the fact that he hasn't said anything close to that when he's been asked should tell you something. Then, if you're one of the people confidently running around and telling everybody that Durham ended months ago, it's all over, or it's about to be over, you have a problem. You have to explain why Garland hasn't made any announcement, because if he could, he would. He would be happy to make that announcement. In fact, if Garland could have made that announcement months or weeks ago and hasn't done it yet, wouldn't that piss off Joe Biden and the fake news media complex, which has been waiting with bated breath since the Danchenko trial ended for word that Durham's been shut down, that Garland hasn't been able to do anything but avoid the question, points to his being unable to. What benefit do Biden and Garland and their deep state buddies obtain from pretending Durham is still active if he's not? None that I can see. It is, in fact, massively embarrassing that a special counsel investigation is still ongoing and active into direct malfeasance that occurred during the administration when Biden was the vice president and directly involved in promoting the Trump-Russia collusion hoaxes and in the direct targeting of people like General Michael Flynn for criminal investigation and prosecution. 
My position is that not only is Durham far from finished, he's still in the stage where he's laying the groundwork for coming prosecutions. He's only at the stage where he's covered the creation of the two Trump-Russia collusion smears invented by the Hillary Clinton campaign's Dirty Tricks team, the Steele dossier, and the Alpha Bank hoaxes. Who did what with whom in the creation of both hoaxes, and then who played what role in handing them to the FBI and the CIA. Most of what he is tasked with has to do with what happened after the two hoaxes made their way to the federal agencies. He hasn't even touched the main charge he was tasked with in the scope he was given to find out exactly how all this fake shit that came straight from the Clinton campaign bypassed every single safeguard and measure in place that should have prevented an obvious hoax from finding its way into a historical FISA warrant to spy on the rival Trump campaign, spying that continued into the Trump presidency itself, all predicated on fraud. I'll also point out his scope includes hunting down leakers of classified information used to drive the fake Trump-Russia collusion narrative as well as investigating how the Mueller special counsel ended up prosecuting people like General Flynn based on invented crimes. So I'm very comfy as I wait for Durham to make his next move. <laughs>